Welcome to the Top 1% Entrepreneur Podcast, where we interview an amazing, amazing speaker and special guest. I met for the first time this year in Fun and Hawking Live. She is the CEO of Chat Halmas International, which has worked with over 250,000 businesses worldwide. At age 24, she inherited her father's multi-million dollar enterprise. At age 24, God, I don't know what I was doing at age 24. Uh, she managed to save the business, merging her father's proving process with her own forward-thinking ideas to connect the dot for the next generation. She has carried her dad's legacy for decades and doubled their client across division, divisions. She's the co-author of Ultimate Sales Machine, New York Times bestseller, which was voted in the top 10 most recommended sales book of all times. Her story has been featured in Inc., Entrepreneur, Forbes, and on ABC. Welcome to the stage, Amanda Holmes. If you are like me, always wanted to know how on earth those successful entrepreneurs and business owners made it. How they have been able to sell billions of dollars every single year. They all have made it big. Despite the fact that they all have different backgrounds, knowledge and expertise, yet they all made it from scratch and they all made it big. I'm talking about the six, seven, eight, and even nine figure businesses. And this exactly what we're going to find out in this podcast. How they started out and how they think and what their journey looks like. And most importantly, how we can learn from them in the first place. So welcome to the journey of the top 1% entrepreneurs. Great Thank to have you, so you here. Oh, so happy to be here. Great. Uh, I'm excited. I remember I met you in Funnel Hacking Live. Jim Beard actually introduced us. And I still remember I went to you and I said, hey, I'm so sorry. I don't know who you are. I apologize in advance. Can you please tell me about your book? And you told me about your book in one minute. And I had the lesson. You, you, I never forget this. You told me you have to spend four hours prospecting every single day. And I've been doing it. I've been doing it every single day. So, wow. uh, yeah, amazing. So I want to go back. Out. It's good and bad at the same time. I can talk about this. But, but like, I want to talk about the stadium pitch because I was niching down too much to the audience. And you actually say the opposite. Like you have to go broader. And I would love to talk to you about this, but I want to go back in time and see how the hell did you handle the pressure at age 24 when you become a CEO? How that happened. And if you know Grant Cardone, he has a daughter named Sabrina. She looks like you, by the way. She really looks like you. So Grant Cardone take her all the time and talk to her about real estate, talk to her about business, talk to her about sales. And I'm assuming your dad mold you and teach you everything about business, but I could be wrong. I wanna talk about like what you were doing before 24 years old, you were so close to your dad, you learned everything, and then at 24 years old was easy trans transition. I wanna start there and we, we go from there. 
Yeah, I didn't have that with my father. I was just thinking about that this week. I mean, of course he guided me throughout my childhood. Like the first time I did a lemonade stand, instead of saying lemonade, he made me write the best lemonade in the world. And I was like, dad, why why are we saying the best lemonade in the world? And he said, because you've put a lot of love into this. Therefore, it is the best lemonade in the world. And and we got so many more people to stop because they were shocked at the gumption of a six-year-old having a sign that said oh my God. the best lemonade in the world. So little things like that, yes. But my growing up, I was in dance. I was a singer. I was a gymnast. Mm-hmm. So I didn't... Um, I watched my father interact and talk about sales over dinner with, you know, a lot of the clients and watching him. He was always giving advice on business, no matter who it was, a cousin, uh, a clerk at Walmart. I mean, it didn't matter who. He was always very willing to share. So I did understand concepts, but I never actually was there in the business with him in the day to day. So those that I meet that have that opportunity, I try to stress how lucky they truly are because a lot of the business I had to learn just (laughs) pulling up my father's old emails and reading them and trying to figure out how he felt about the people in his organization, how he felt about I even found emails that talked about the ultimate sales machine, the book he wrote and how he felt about the book. And if he had rewritten it, it would have been this and that. So I added that into the new edition. So a lot of things I learned from his email. So so you haven't had a chance to have a really deep dive conversation about sales and marketing with your dad? No. I never saw him speak on stage. I hadn't read his book until after he passed. I mean, it was a shock. It was a huge shock. And uh, I mean, the fact that we're here today is a miracle on two accounts. One is the mindset piece, which if I hadn't gotten into the right place within my mind and my own confidence, which really came from my spiritual pursuits, I study under an Indian saint. She helped me step in as CEO and she was a huge part of just getting, I mean, if I didn't have her, it wouldn't be here today. And then once working on my mind and my own wherewithal and my own ability to make discernment and make decisions based on my own meditative process, then I followed my follow systems on business. And that's what assisted us to, I mean, in the first year I increased our marketing leads by 1176%. I doubled our clients multiple years in a row. And this year we're up over 400%. So, you know, we're, we're doing well. And he, he outlined a framework, a system for how to double sales. So following that majority of people read it and go, Oh my gosh, yes, this is brilliant. Of course this must work. It's worked for so many. And yet such a small percentage still actually do what it is because we have too many mental barriers. Wow. That that's amazing. That's that's like beyond expectation because at age 24, I'm assuming like you still want to learn, like you need to learn about business and you still le- need to learn about what's going on as a CEO. Like, like how did you handle the pressure? I was just, I'm wondering as if now, right now, I, I like, I find out about my daughter's health. She's three years old and I have a business and I have a new business that I'm trying to build up and just the pressure getting like 
build up. And when I went to your website, purchased the book, I saw your letter for your dad. And my dad has a recently, uh, he fell down, he's so old, he broke his knee. And I felt like the pressure is everywhere. And he had a problem with the sales guy, he quit, the appointment setter. There is another marketing agency. I'm talking to this. I have, like, the pressure is real. It's real for entrepreneur. And for you at age 24, I remember, Age 24, I just migrated to the United States, 2013. I didn't even know a word of English. I was learning English to have a conversation like this with people. But you were at CEO at age 24. I would like to understand how did you handle the pressure mentally? Because, because this is the most important things, I think, for entrepreneur to have focus and handle the pressure and make a fast decision. Yeah, uh, so my teacher's name is Sarvalokama, Her Holiness, Shri Shri Shri, 1008 Guruji Punamji. It's fairly long, but it's a very high significance, a high honor. I just call her Guruji, and she has a nonprofit called Divine Bliss, Divine Bliss International. And uh, I found myself perpetually going back there to get into clarity within my own mind, which was a lot of just um, uh, meditative processes. Majority of people think that meditation is when you sit in silence, but when you sit in silence, your monkey mind only gets louder. And majority of the time, it just continues to crank and throw things into your mind, which is the opposite of what meditation is. Meditation is an altered state of consciousness. So. Uh, when I had first met her, she taught me um, a practice where you um, use mantra or the sound of your own voice in repetition in a positive, some positive frequency. And if you can continue to do that, it's much easier to raise your consciousness above the clutter of stress to be able to discern the solution or the focus or the clarity of mind you need to um, get through your emotional baggage. So I was doing that all day. I mean, still to this day, I am perpetually in every break in between meetings in the morning when I wake up at night before I go to bed, I am perpetually in a state of trying to elevate my mind with different chants. I'm very big into Sanskrit, but there's things in English as well that, uh, yeah, I, I revert back to uh, Sanskrit chants a lot. Amazing, amazing. I I was reading this uh, uh, Brian Tracy, Change Your Thinking, Change Your Mind. And I think I learned a lot from Brian Tracy. It has a lot to do with mind. But uh, I would say, what's the number one or like the highest activity that business owner or entrepreneur or CEO needs to do daily? And that will lead us to the four hours prospecting. Uh, I just want to tackle down, like, what the activity that I need to take out of my daily life and delegate that, and what the the most highest activity as a as an entrepreneur or CEO to do in a regular daily basis. Well, it depends at what level you are, right? So, yeah. uh, we know statistically, ninety five percent of businesses will never make it above a million in annual sales. And we're seeing it with trends. A new breed of business has popped up, which 
we call micro businesses. So micro businesses are below 250,000 in revenue. And because it's so easy to start a business today, it's, it's, we're seeing people leave their nine to five job to become their own boss. And if they're making 250,000 in revenue, they're maybe taking home about 80K or 120K, which is enough, which is more than what they were making maybe at a, a corporate job. So it's viable enough to start their own business. Uh, but still 95% of them don't make it above a million. So what does it take to get above a million? There are skills it takes to get to a million. And then of that 0.08% make it to 5 million. Then your chances improve when you get to 5 million. It's 1.5% make it to 10 million and 0.004% make it to 100 million and beyond. So there's skills <laughs> it takes, right? There's different skill set it takes to get to a million. There's a completely different skill set it takes to get from a million to five and then from five to 10 and from 10 to 100 million and beyond. So we assist with those skill sets it takes to get to every step. So if you're just starting out four hours of prospecting a day, absolutely, that is a non-negotiable. Uh, another step from the book, I would say this six steps to increase your productivity by 500% are time management secrets of billionaires. And my father came up with working with billionaire Charlie Munger. So that is a great, um, you want to optimize every moment of your day because billionaires have the same 24 hours in a day. It's just they're smarter about every move that they're making and smarter about their time. And one of the key skill sets of somebody that can get to a million and then from a million to five is that they've mastered time. So if you wanted to create true mastery in your business, I would recommend prospecting is a great one. And then also your time management. I would go back to the building blocks of time management. Amazing. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, I remember I, I was working, uh, I used to work in the garage. Now I have an office and I had like sales calls after sales calls after sales calls. And my wife goes, man, what kind of man are you? You didn't spend time with my, with our daughter. It's Saturday. It's Sunday. I was like, man, I need to really do time management. And then I start looking into um, sales and a closer and appointment setter, but it needs a skills to train those people. It's a different time. Of, like I was just going sp spinning around myself because I, I don't know how to train closer on my offer. It took me more time. And by the time they are fully trained, they don't have enough prospect. They don't have enough leads. Then they quit. Then I have to train a new person again and again. So I would like, of course, like that hit the spot with prospecting and time management for sure. But um, this is like brutal. Like, like Grant Cardone says, 64% of all businesses in America break even or lose money. Yep. So, so like, what do you say to people starting out and the people who's been doing business for the last couple of years and even break even or just like barely, barely surviving? Is it the strategy or is still the marketing message or still like hiring salespeople? Like what, like you help 250,000 business, right? 250,000 businesses, what is the most, like the pattern that you see, the mistakes among everybody? So one of the things that you can consider is doing a dream 100, right? So my father invented the concept dream 100, which 
In its core, it's very simple. There are always a smaller number of better buyers than there are all buyers. That means that marketing and selling to them is cheaper than marketing and selling to all buyers. It's just identifying who are those better buyers. They are the ones that buy more from you more often. Uh, they could be, so your average sale, how much is an average client worth to you? Uh, I, it used to be 15,000, now it's 10,000. Okay. Do you have, who is the biggest client you've ever had? Um, 15,000. Okay. So I would look for somebody that is an influencer to the people that purchase 10 grand or 15,000 from you, right? Because if you can go to one person and win that one person over, then you get all of their following. So I'll give you an example. Russell Brunson is somebody that we've, um, over the years, we've built a lovely relationship. I'm very grateful for my friendship with him. And he bought a thousand books of my ultimate sales machine. And I just got off a call with a wonderful gentleman that runs a $4 million company. And he came to us because of Russell. Wow. I got one person to decide to um, work or be a part of my world or support me in some way. And because of that, a thousand of his best clients are now going to get my book. Wow. So how can you be more strategic about finding somebody that can open the door to many more or so what do you sell for 15 K? What is so, it? So I have, I have two businesses. One I'm building up, turning your skills into online business, but the one that I actually been doing for two years, I help quality assurance engineer to crack the interview at big tech company and make a million dollar every five years in total compensation. This is what it is. This is my uh, pitch. <laughs> the, okay. the pitch I was, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it, have you done that before? Were you an engineer? So I work for Amazon. I'm a quality assurance engineer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. So you're helping others get that job. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, so we it's have... Go ahead. It's like live cases study right now. <laughs> yeah. We're, I would look for... So if you get a yes from one person versus like... You know, there are um, groups of people maybe that uh, are trying to look for a job or there's groups of engineers that have been through some kind of training or groups online like Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups. Um, being able to come to one place where there are so many of your ideal client and getting their trust to then pitch to many more people, right? It's, it's just an easier process. So I would look for who are those people in your world, whether it is, it could be an event, it could be a company that's already training engineers, it could be um, somebody that's lower on the totem pole that would want to raise up to a better job, uh, a higher level of an engineer. Where are you getting your leads right now? How do you target them? Um, those leads are from LinkedIn and everything I do, it's LinkedIn, no Facebook, no TikTok, no Instagram, just like focusing on LinkedIn because everybody has their own location. They have their own position title up there and organize and they have their resume. I know the, their skills. I know their expertise. I know what they're been working on. I know everything about my client just to look at their profile. 
So all of this there, but that will, like you're talking about the dream 100, right? I need mm-hmm. to find, or anybody who has a business need to find the most influencer people in that space and just have a relationship with them, right? Is that is that is that what, what are we talking about? It's not always influencers. It's just because you're B2C more. Yes. Um, so for me, I have a client that will spend $2,000 with me. And I also have a client, like I have a proposal going out right now for half a million dollars. Wow. That is a, more of a client that I'd like to work with more often, right? So identifying who those clients are and then reaching out to them ongoing. So for you, if you only sell 10K and you don't have a bigger ser- uh, product, then you need to be able to sell more of them. So, um, and it's not like you would, so in B2B, I'd be looking for maybe like a business that can, that has, yeah, for you, it's it has to be the groups of people because uh, nobody's going to pay you twice to get the training to get that. Yes. That right, or you sell a family and all four of them decide to become engineers, it doesn't really work. So, you need to find uh, associations, networks, uh, people that train engineers. Where do engineers spend the time? You're saying LinkedIn. So, what are more LinkedIn groups where you can provide value within the group? Um, maybe it's uh, high school, um, what is it, guidance counselors. Maybe it's career. Um, people, if somebody were to go to a career advisor, that could be an affiliate for you, right? Every time they say, oh, I might want to be an engineer, then they continue to send you business. So that would be another Dream 100 potential oh, person. Right. So, right. So if you went after all of the uh, career decision makers at every university in your area, right? The, I'm making it up. We have to find who are those one, who's somebody that can, that is already talking to your ideal prospect and they see them on a regular basis that could become an affiliate for you that could send you business that could become a strategic partner, right? You're sending them maybe a commission because of that. Cause you're not having to pay for marketing. Now you're paying them. I know exactly uh, how I know exactly in that space where to go. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know exactly where to go. But that will lead us to the stadium pitch. Like you're yes. saying the, the pyramid, the buyer's pyramid. Yes. And I read, um, what do you call, uh, who's that guy? Dan Kennedy's book and Alex Hermosi. I love Alex Hermosi. This is the top, top um, uh, Dream 100 uh, in the list. But but when I read the book here for that pyramid, I start thinking differently. But what the problem that I encounter is before I was saying, hey, if you're if you're a quality assurance engineer who has two years of experience, who has uh, who know how to code, then talk to me. If not, don't freaking book a call because you're wasting my time. Now, when I start doing this, there's a lot of people coming in. I have like 13 booking in two days. I was like, great. I have sales calls. I go there. They're not qualifying. They're not Mm -hmm. even they're not even ready to buy they're interested like i was talking to this guy he was saying like i'm uber driver and i was like great you want to work for facebook amazing it's you need jesus christ and three years of work and maybe we can help you i can't help you so so like i have so, questions in the calendar so you, to filter out but but it's, so it's like to, 
is, I'm sorry, go ahead. So what your education needs to start with is speak to your qualified person. So it's like the five biggest mistakes engineers are making to uh, get paid less and talk to me in 15 minutes to find out, you know, what are the three biggest mistakes? What is the single thing that's going to help you get to a million in, in worth over five years? And, you know, I can show it to you in 15 minutes, right? So you have to call out who that is and you have to speak directly to them in your education. Because even so, so 3% of engineers. So if yeah. we're only going to 3% of engineers, if you're saying, if you have two years experience, I'd love to talk to you about how you can work with me. Okay, well, only 3% will raise their hand, but you can still speak to an engineer and all of them will be interested if you say, you know, there's three deadly mistakes or three um, th three threats facing engineers that are causing them to lose their job and make less than their worth. I'd love to share with you how you can make you know a million in five years, right? But speak to who that engineer is and call out. You know, if you're an engineer with two years experience, then you have to know these three deadly mistakes people are making. It's not oh, deadly. You see what I mean? That, that make, make a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. But like what's you were saying, like something about B2C and B2B. Is that, yeah. is that a huge difference? Because you can build the back end and you can sell to B2B and, and like businesses, they, they have money and they want to spend money. That will yeah. differentiate. I think this is the last question and the time is up. We can wrap this yeah. up. Uh, I mean, B2B, that would be like if you had a whole organization full of engineers and they all wanted to go and, and make more working for somebody else, which wouldn't really make sense for you, right? Why would they pay for you to then send their all their people somewhere else? So yeah. maybe, maybe, um, yeah, no, I think you're better off, uh, no, I, I, I can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So before we wrap this uh, uh, intro, this amazing interview, where people can find you, where people can find more about your book, I know like the ultimate sales machine.com. Is there any other URL uh, that they can go and have like some training and some more insight about the book and, and follow you? Um, yeah, I, I would recommend ultimatesalesmachine.com or come find me on Instagram. I spend more of my time on Instagram, uh, Amandita Holmes. All right. I will put all the links before and hopefully next week I'm interviewing some of the giant legend expert like yourself. Until then, thank you guys for watching. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And if you want to learn how to turn your skills and expertise into online high ticket business, go to scalableacquisition.com. That is scalableacquisition.com. And follow me across social media, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. My name is Alan Azal. Thank you so much for listening.